0: Well, we've been looking at 1 Peter 3 for the last several broadcasts, and we've looked at verse 7 about husbands living with their wives according to knowledge, treating them as they would a fragile vase. Then we looked at verse 8 to the summary of the whole marriage relationship, everything harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, humble in spirit. Now we come to verse 9, and we're in our next-to-last broadcast on this particular series on the home, viewed from a variety of different viewpoints than we have looked at it on these broadcasts before. Here we have in verse 9 a very trenchant statement reflecting the words of Jesus Christ himself, here applied to the home situation, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. Not returning evil for evil or insult for insult. Whenever I read those words, I think about a case in counseling that once took place. The husband and the wife came in. Well, let me tell you, before they came in, the husband called up. And he said, my wife and I are separated and my uh, Christian uh, uh, pastor says to me that... uh, Uh, My viewpoint on what separated us is correct, and uh, her uh, physician, who is a Christian, says no, her viewpoint is correct. And he said, I don't know why I'm calling you, but uh, somebody said I should call and we should uh, talk about counseling, and he said it won't do any good. He said, uh, because you're either going to take her viewpoint or my viewpoint, and uh, we'll be just where we are today, like we are with the pastor taking one viewpoint and the Christian physician taking the other viewpoint, and neither one's going to listen to what the other has to say, so I don't know why I'm calling you anyway. Well, that wasn't a very great beginning for counseling, as you can uh, see. But I said to him, I said, well, if your mind's made up, it isn't going to do you any good. I can guarantee you it won't do you any good. But just uh, for what it might be worth, Let me tell you, I don't intend to take either side. I expect to take God's side, and I think that in the long run will be the side of both of you. Well, he just sort of sat still, and uh, then he said, uh, well, that sounds different. Maybe we'll come. So they both arrived on the scene, and they began to talk. And I must explain to you that in our counseling sessions, we don't encourage people to uh, get angry with one another. Indeed, we don't even let it happen in our counseling sessions. We begin to call them down if they start doing this. And we don't let them use uh, nasty words toward each other or say things that are harsh or cruel or, or unchristian in any other way. We say to them, that isn't going to happen here. This may be the one hour during the week where you're going to have a sane and civil and Christian kind of conversation. It may be the only hour during the week, but it's surely going to happen if you're going to be here or you're not going to be here. So it was, there were several times in which I had to uh, call them down at the very beginning of this session and say to them, Hey, wait a minute. Those words aren't allowed here. Do you realize, as I became to, uh, came to realize in the first five or six minutes, they were so apt So experienced, so skilled in saying nasty things to one another and in driving in the knife and twisting it by the words that they used that they didn't even realize they were saying it half the time. It became so habitual and it was so much a part of them and I had to make them conscious of it every time they did it in order for them even to think about it in order to stop. It was an amazing situation. It took us a full six weeks for them to get out of that spirit and to get into a new one to really begin to conquer and change that whole attitude of beginning uh, to talk in a new way toward one another. One would say something nasty, and the other would say the same thing in response, only twice as nasty. And then the other one would respond even more nastily to that, and so on. Not returning evil for evil or insult for insult. That is part of a marriage that Christ wants to see. A marriage where we do not return the same kind of sin in kind. I always think also of an illustration here that may make it clear to you what he's saying. You know the scriptures say that a harsh answer stirs up strife, but that a soft answer turns away wrath. In other words, we need instead of responding to another with insults, who has insulted us, or evil uh, to one who has done evil to us, we need to respond with a soft response or a soft answer. Uh, Take, for example, a ping-pong game. Here are two people uh, playing ping-pong, and all of a sudden one of them smashes a a ball across the net. What does his uh, opponent have to do? He steps back from the table in order to receive that smash. Then he smashes one back in return, and the other party has to step back from the table in order to receive that one. And what has happened by smashing the ball across the table at one another is that the two have been driven farther apart rather than pulling them close together. But suppose somebody smashes a serve to you and you just barely put your paddle up there to receive it and the ball just gently goes over the net. What does that do? That pulls your your opponent in toward you in order to receive the soft answer of your paddle rather than a hard smash of your paddle. The same thing is true in a marriage. The same thing is true in any human relationships between two parties in this world. If we smash back what a person has first smashed across the net at us, in return we just drive them farther and farther apart from us and we from them. So the scriptures want to pull us together and they say don't return evil for evil or insult for insult. After all, We are to overcome evil with good, Paul says in Romans 12, where these same words are echoed. Where we are never to return evil for evil, he says. Instead, we are to overcome evil and not be overcome by evil. You see, when you have returned evil for evil, you have been overcome by evil. That is, you have adopted the same stance as the one who has done evil to you. Instead of reducing the amount of evil in the world, the very evil that hurt you, That did something that you dislike the very evil that that was aimed toward you and that made things so unpleasant for you you have in turn doubled the kind of unpleasantness when you return evil for evil and a christian doesn't go around spreading more of the same the christian responds to evil with good The Christian refuses to be overcome by evil, to join the evil camp, be overcome by it, taken captive by the evil one, and then serve on his side by giving more of the same and spreading more evil in the world. Instead, the Christian responds to evil with good. It gives a soft answer. It returns blessing instead, and we'll talk about what that means on our next and last broadcast in this series. But right now, just think about those situations that have happened this day, Or that have happened this week or that may even happen tonight or tomorrow you've got to learn how to respond to your husband or to your wife in a way that is different from the way that he or she has wrongly treated you let's assume that that other party for the moment has wrongly treated you in some very serious manner said something exceedingly insulting or exceedingly nasty or exceedingly hurtful now what are you going to do in response No, you're not going to give back in kind. You're not going to, as you might put it, right the wrongs. You're not going to take revenge. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. It doesn't belong to you. It's not your job to be revengeful. It's your job to overcome evil with good, to return a blessing instead of a curse, to return good for insults. That's what our Lord Jesus did. When they insulted him on the cross, when their words were, come on down from the cross if you be the king. Words of insult, words of mockery, words of just. What kinds of words did he return? Words of blessing. He prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Was that prayer ever answered? You better believe it. There were thousands who at Peter's sermon, when he preached, you with wicked hands have slain the Lord of glory, repented. And became christians in answer to that prayer the apostle paul was the answer to stephen's prayer when he echoed the words of the lord when he was stoned to death and your prayer of blessing can be also answered for your spouse lord help us to return good rather than evil for christ's sake amen